Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. This is your host, Francis Fidikovic, and on this podcast, I'll be sharing with you the most valuable strategies to live your one wildly beautiful and most precious life because this is it, my friend. In case you haven't guessed when it comes to life, there's no rewind or pause button that exists. They say that the way that you spend your days is the way that you spend your life. So my one and only goal here is to help you stop wasting your time, stop holding yourself back in life, stop experiencing non-stop negative mind chatter, stop just dreaming without doing and start living life fearlessly instead with more purpose, focus and intention. I sincerely want you to live life in a way that when you come to the end of it, you know deep down in your heart that you 100% gave it your all, flaws and all. This podcast is not about doing life perfectly. Instead, it is about experiencing and living life with more clarity and courage and truly appreciating this precious adventure that we are so blessed to be on. So if you're with me here today, it's time to stop spinning in circles, get off the hamster wheel for good, put your hands back on the steering wheel of your life and finally start living life in a way that you won't later regret. With that being said, let's dive on in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. I'm your host, Francis Fidikovic, and today's episode is all about the truth about raising teenagers. So I feel like this is a topic that parents never really speak about totally honestly uh, until you're usually done with it, and that's when you can reflect back with a little bit more openness and humor and perspective. It's like when our kids are toddlers, you know, we normally have to wait until we're done with that stage before we feel comfortable saying, yeah, you know, there were some good bits, but there were lots of bits that really, really sucked. And so this is where I share with you that I have two teens right now, an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old. So I'm closer to the end of the teen years now. And I have to admit, like the hardest part for me so far has actually had less to do with any typical teenage behaviors that you might be expecting me to like talk about today and more to do with the fact that I'm simply at this stage of parenting, like this limbo land period. Our kids enter this stage, they're no longer little babies or toddlers or preteens or completely dependent on us. And by the time they exit this stage, they're going to be adults with wings ready to be set free into the world. So just knowing that they're going to be adults, like my kids are going to actually be adults, no longer my little babies. This has actually been the hardest thing for me to come to terms with. So before I dig in deeper, I want to share with you an article that I wrote on when my daughter first started high school. So that was six years ago because she just graduated from high school a few months ago. She's off to college this year. So here in Australia, high school is grade seven to 12. And I remember the flood of emotions um, that day when she started, which you're going to discover when you hear my words. So let me just share that with you first. And then I want to talk to you about where I'm at now, six years later. So here we go. I'm stepping back in time, six years. So today, my daughter attended her first day at high school. And the day for me was met with a mixture of excitement and dread. I was, of course, excited because her joy was contagious. My daughter couldn't wait to begin this new adventure with her friends. And then there was this feeling of dread, like I was slowly losing my baby, who in fact did not even resemble anything like a baby or a little kid anymore. To the contrary, she was almost my height now. She'd grown up to be this intelligent, creative, motivated young adult. And therein lay my problem. I was not ready yet to be the mother of a blossoming young adult. Life was so much easier when my kids lived in the cozy bubble of my own creation. They ate whatever meals I prepared for them. At least that was a plan in theory. I organized their playdates with friends whose parents I actually knew and loved, and they were always within reach whenever I needed them to be. Sending your child to high school is like snipping away at an invisible and biblical cord. It hurts. It feels like you're losing something, even if a thing is right there in front of you, and you still get to tuck it in bed every night. You still 
you'll feel like you're losing something. It's like watching a boat sail off to sea, wishing you could swim after it and tow it back, but you know it's time to let it take its journey, at least some part without you. And I don't still know how it's possible that time has passed so quickly. It feels like just yesterday that I was changing her nappies, wiping away tears, teaching her to read, searching frantically for some band-aids after a fall. There were certainly days back then that I wished for that time to pass, like the toilet training days, the clinging on to me at every preschool drop-off day, the crying because she missed a day's sleep days. Like if I could have one of those crazy days right now, I would. I would squeeze my daughter extra tight. I would do whatever I could to treasure every precious moment of those days. And yet trying to control time is like trying to control the weather. You can't. It slips through your fingers like sand. We take it for granted. Sometimes we spend it foolishly. But once you've lost it, you can never get it back. And the trouble is you think you have time, but there's no pause or rewind button in life. There's no going back to retrace our all forgotten or misguided steps along the way. And I don't want to write a whole string of advice or sweet words for my daughter on paper with hope that she takes it on board. I want to share it with her face to face. I already know that the opinions of her preteen friends are going to start to mean more to her than my opinions. And that's okay. And I get that it's embarrassing like to have your mum walk with you on the first day to the bus stop just to make sure she gets there. Okay, but that's fine. The more she grows, the more I feel like she's going to be creating her own little universe. And I, her slightly crazy mum, is no longer going to be the epicenter of that world. That is the way that it's always been, like forever and ever. Generation after generation, parents have had to spend countless hours, days and years raising their offspring only to set them free into the big wide world, hoping that they've gifted them with enough tools and strategies and support networks and advice to get them through really well through life. We all genuinely desire the best for our kids. And I get that my parents one day also had to cross their fingers and hope for the best and let me go knowing that I'm going to make mistakes, knowing that they're not going to always be there to help me or save me. I'm sometimes going to have to fall and I won't have a soft space to land and it's going to be okay. The only problem is like, I actually don't remember ever looking back around to see what I was leaving behind when I left those teenage years. I skipped away from my childhood with glee and I embraced the new freedom that came my way that came from being older and wiser. Like, do you remember how much fun that was? But if I'd stopped to look behind, I might just have seen my mom standing there with a tear in her eye, just like I have in my eyes right now already missing things that, you know, sometimes even seem so silly. They didn't even seem important, but right now they are. They're important because those times are gone. Like the simple act of me taking my two kids together to school. They used to go to primary school together. That time has now passed. Never, ever, ever again to be repeated. And back when my kids were in primary school and infant schools, it was acceptable for parents to loiter in the playground, to attend reading groups, to casually pull teachers aside and have a quick chat. But there's none of that in high school. Like that time has gone. Our high schoolers enter this concrete jungle every day and they come home at night with stories of new adventures, new friends, new teachers. And it's up to us to use our imagination to visualize exactly what that experience would be like, exactly what that person might be like. It's almost like they're visiting this exotic forest land during the day and when they come back home to us we want to know all about all about their life okay this life they're living now without us and even though I am the author of various parenting books I know that I'm not immune to the dangers of the teenagers that I have ahead of me even if you do everything right things can still go wrong like these years are unpredictable they really really are you can think that everything is going really well with your kids because they tell you oh it's okay but inside they might be feeling insecure confused anxious like a million different feelings and they might choose to keep it a secret 
because it's easier that way. Sometimes like we just don't know what's going on inside their heads and that is just the nature of the teenage years and you sometimes wonder like how am I ever going to get to the other side. Now parents of older kids have already passed those teen years will just tell you relax okay just trust your kids. This is just a phase one day your teen is going to mature and understand but how do you explain to them that you have no idea how you're even going to get through those days and months and years until they do mature and understand because it's one thing to have like a really sweet innocent child but then you have a teenager who is moody or disrespectful or distance or silence like teens are notorious for being that way for being hormonal and we often forget that deep inside even though they've got all that attitude they're just like us they're desperate to be loved they're desperate to be understood not just by us but by their peers too and as i stand here today my daughter's now entering the unknown a path that i myself have already traveled like i've been a teenager myself and yet i still feel like i have no idea what's going on i have to accept that like all things in life life must go on i'm hoping that high school is much like all the other phases in life too often we sit around whining and complaining about all the bad bits without appreciating the good stuff and before we know it that time has gone so today as much as i'm feeling overwhelmed with dread today is a day that i know that in six years time i would do anything in this world to have back Okay, so I wrote that six years ago. That was my little diary entry that became a really popular article. And I'm super happy to say that I did do my best to try and appreciate all the good days over the last few years, especially because I'm super cognizant of the fact that time passes faster than we suspect. Okay, I know it feels really crazy. The days sometimes feel long, but the years go quick. Have I been at the receiving end of teen attitude? Absolutely. Have I always reacted in the best way in the face of that attitude? No. Have I sometimes wanted to run away to a little island okay a private island where no teenagers reside definitely okay especially back in the early years and I say this sort of tongue-in-cheek because the teen years are really no different from any of the other phases or other stages that we go through as parents like with toddlers when my kids were toddlers did I ever get faced with toddler attitude toddler tantrums yes did I always react in the best way in spite of that attitude no and did I sometimes want to run away to that little island where no toddlers exist no toddlers are allowed absolutely okay even when you're doing your best you are still going to make mistakes this is what I've discovered as a parent of teenagers you're still going to make mistakes you're still going to say and do things that you sometimes regret you still have more to learn we always have more to learn you still are going to have kids who aren't always going to love your consequences usually they won't and so on this is all totally normal because there's no such thing as a perfect parent no such thing as a perfect child or a perfect teen as a parent you're going to have good days and bad days in every single stage of your child and teen development 10 years included you can love your kids more than anything and you can still occasionally or often find them to be annoying. Totally normal, okay? Teenage years, just the same, but just a different flavor. And the best way that I found to navigate these teen years is to decide in advance how I want to show up in those moments. In those moments when they aren't necessarily behaving in a way that I love, when they think or when my kids think that my way is not the right way. It's like I'm wrong, they're right and so on. What kind of parent do I want to be right now? Loving or defensive? Patient or impatient? Understanding or not judgmental? And guess what? Sometimes I don't even stop to ask myself this question. Sometimes I just react and this is where you have to just be the bigger human and say, hey, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Let me do my best to make this right. Once again, it's no different from when your kids were younger, no different from the mistakes that we sometimes make in our own relationships with our partner, with our siblings, with our parents. Life is so much easier. Like it honestly is when you treat your teens just like you would treat all your other loved ones with lots of love and respect and give them the benefit of the doubt. And actually, I want to mention one of the most ironic things about raising teens. I have no idea whether this actually falls under the definition of irony. You can let me know if I'm getting this wrong. But one of my goals was to raise 
these confident teens who stand up for what they believe in. Okay. I myself was this really meek and obedient teen who for the most part did whatever my parents told me to do. I could never cross my mind to disobey them, but it also meant that I didn't really find my own voice or definitely not any of my confidence until later on in life. Cause I didn't feel like I was given the freedom to really speak my truth as a teen or to explore, you know, like in order for kids to be confident, they need to actually do things and see, Hey, I can do that on my own. That's how you grow confidence. So I definitely encourage you to give your teens lots of opportunities to do things on their own. So they discover that yes, they can do this as opposed to mom and dad always being there to save them. Anyway, I feel like I've sort of digressed, but like I said, my goal was to raise confident teens who felt like they could freely express their opinions and be whoever they were born to be with zero judgment from my end. And I feel like I've done the best job at this. Like I'm super proud of both my kids who are simply great human beings. They speak their mind, but here's a really tricky part about having teens who speak their mind and who don't always agree with you. It isn't easy. Like I sometimes divert back to this old way of thinking like, oh my gosh, my parents were so lucky. They must've been so lucky to have me as a teen because I just did whatever they wanted me to do. I always listened. I never questioned anything. And here I am like with kids who are probably the complete opposite. But then I have to remind myself, oh, okay. I didn't want my kids to be like, me. I didn't want them to be people pleasers, afraid to lead, afraid to speak their truth. I want them to be authentic and confident and to walk to the beat of their own drum. So whenever I get annoyed about them being this way, like if I'm, if they're challenging me, like even in a really respectful way, I have to take a moment, a deep breath to remind myself, Hey, this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted to raise like strong, resilient young adults. I dreamed about this. And so I am super proud of myself. And so my friend, this is just a little behind the scenes. Look at my experience at raising two fabulous teens, not perfect teens. No one's perfect. I want to end this by saying that the thoughts that you have about your teens and the teen years that when you're going through it probably have the most power to influence your experience that you have. So I want you to really look at what you're thinking about this particular stage when your kids are teenagers. Once upon a time, I probably when they started, like when they entered the teen years, I probably thought, oh, this is like a really difficult stage. Everyone tells you like it has to be really hard. And in many ways, um, it is difficult, but in lots of ways, it's not. Like I've since decided it doesn't have to be hard. Like this can be a really fun, just a new experience that we're going through. And like I said, like it's actually easier than some of the earlier stages, but in other ways, there are new challenges that present themselves that you never got to experience when your kids are younger, like totally normal. It's just like every single stage that you face, like when your kids become adults, when you stop working, when you retire, there's always going to be the good and bad, the highs and lows, the joy and the tears, the ease and the struggles, like 50-50, my friend, welcome to life. And in the next stage of our parenting journey, when our kids become adults, we're going to find a new set of challenges coming our way. But the question that we can always ask ourselves in every single moment, whether you now have a toddler or a tween or a teenager or an adult is how do you want to show up right now in life? The choice is always yours. If you yourself have a teen, I definitely encourage you to check out my inspiring teens course, which is going to help make this phase, this stage of life so much easier for you. You can find it inside my let your kids life be easier bundle. So you just go to my website, inspiringmomlife.com, go to the shop tab and you will find it there. Until next time, you know, I love and appreciate you all so much. Go and give your teens a hug right now. Tell them how amazing they are. And yes, they are amazing simply because they belong to you. Take care and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast. I really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life. If you'd love to stay in touch, please know that you can always find me on Instagram at Francis Fidakovic, or you can visit my website, inspiringmumlife.com, where you can sign up and receive so many amazing freebies that I've created just for you to help you implement all my teachings into practice. 
There you'll also find all my online courses, resources and programs that I've created to help you uplevel your life in seriously the simplest way possible so that you can ultimately create for yourself a life that feels simpler, lighter and allows you to show up in a way that you love as your best and most authentic version of yourself. Now remember, this podcast is all about not just dreaming but also doing because to create true sustainable change in your life you need to be willing to do things differently and that's what I'm here to support you to do every single step along the way so that you too can begin to live your one wild and precious life with less stress, less overwhelm, less drama, and instead with zero regrets. Finally, if this podcast resonates with you at all and you appreciate the content, I would absolutely love for you to show your support by leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm on a mission to help more people wake up to the preciousness of life and to help them live their days with more intention and purpose, and your review will help make this goal of mine possible. Once again, thank you so much. I have loved spending this time with you, and I look forward to connecting with you again. I am Frances Vitakovic, and you have been listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast.